Ladies. Welcome to episode four of the Bootleg and Knuckles podcast. Already four. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Jay Knuckles. At Real Bootleg. And that's what's up. Yeah, boy. So we got uh, WrestleMania coming up, what, on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, this Sunday. I felt the build up to this was pretty kind of weak. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I liked it more than you did. Just because I think I've invested more into each character. Yeah. I've, I've taken the time to, I don't know. I'm just not a big Sting guy, and that's like this whole thing is built on. See, I, I watched a lot of WCW, so I, I can I can root for Sting in this one and be all right about it from him coming from pretty much nowhere. The only WCW I know is Women Crush Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm just playing. I've been watching this shit forever. That's what I'm talking about. But no, I think that'll be a good match. Uh, see, that's a toss-up between the main event. We were just talking about this. I say that could be the main event. See, I think Roman Reigns, they just put too much into him. So they want to get him over. All that star power, they want you to be that last guy. Well, it depends on what they're going to do. Is Roman going to lose? Is he going to win? Because Brock just re-signed with the WWE. See, I want to know how that's going to go now. I don't don't know what the twists and turns with that entitle with the winner outcome being. Yeah, because you can't just have Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar. Nobody's going to believe that shit. Uh, I, I mean, I believe it. In real life? <laughs> no, okay, from from watching MMA, I can I can understand you saying this. Yeah. So I think Seth Rollins is probably going to come in and probably hit him with something. Yeah, I can believe somebody coming out of nowhere and helping Reigns retain, or take this title away, that's the most believable, I think, outcome for him to have. Yeah, I think it would be cool if Rollins came down, hit Brock Lesnar, Lesnar gets up, slams him, and then Roman Reigns hits him with a spear and then wins. And then... I think Seth Rollins will probably cash it in. Right as he's getting up, he, like, curb stomps him. Yeah. And then pulls out another ref. <laughs> yep. See, now here's what I, I was thinking about this yesterday. My ending I want. I want Reigns to come in and – or I want Seth Rollins to come in, knock out or help take out Brock. And as they're doing this, somehow both of them fuck each other up, and they both end up with one arm each on Brock. And as you know, Rollins brings in a ref of his own yeah. to cash in the money in the bank. So that we have two refs in the ring now. <laughs> you have one that's calling the regular match and one that's calling now Rollins cashing it in. I'm talking about those motherfuckers hitting a three count at the same time. Same time, and they're both champions. Yeah. <laughs> that, this is this is the winner I want. That would be hilarious. That's, that's the outcome I want. That would be classic. I mean, if you want to do something unique for WrestleMania, that's what you do. Right? You don't see this stuff a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. So let's see. What's the first match on the card? Uh, or, I mean, we don't have to do it in order, but... Uh, the the tag match? All right, so we got Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus The New Day, which is Kofi Kingston and Big E, with Xavier Woods. Ooh. He don't like them very much. <laughs> Los Matadores and other people I don't like. I don't hate on them. And then the Usos, they're probably going to win, I think, again. Yeah, I'll call the Usos for this winner. I hope Cesaro and uh, Tyson keep it, though. Yeah, they... they they deserve a good push. They've been in there long enough, and I think they're really establishing themselves as tag teams. Yeah, they do unique moves that I like. I'm not a big fan of the Natalia, like, tagging her in and six mans. Just leave it alone and let them do Oh, yeah, against the little bull, El Torito? Yeah. Still <laughs> lost. Still lost the little bull. See that. Um, 
No, uh, I'd like to see them retain. I like that uh, when he does the big swing oh, and yeah. Tyson kicks him from the top rope. That is sick. That's a very, very well choreographed move. Yeah. So what do we got next? Uh, I'm calling. See, when when is that one going to come up? Or let's talk about this one first, the women's. So AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bella Twins? Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see an actual Divas match probably go like, I don't know, 10 to 12 minutes if they can get that much time. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm wishing they would have got that much time for a singles match. Yeah. Like, I would have loved a title match. So who would you want, like Nikki versus Paige or AJ? I like Paige more. Yeah, Paige kind of hot. I don't know, they're both hot. So it doesn't matter. Paige is really hot. <laughs> I like her. She's got that weird goth thing going on. I'm not really into it, but then sometimes I am. And so it, it's like the right light, all of a sudden you're like, oh. <laughs> But no, I I'm still calling the Bella Twins for the win. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I wonder if their contract is really up or they just talked about it on Total Divas. That was on this new season. Yeah, it was on the season finale. They said they both weren't going to resign. <coughs> they showed the meeting with them and uh, Mark Carano, the talent agent. See now, are they just trying to get more viewers for Total Divas to for, see if I they mean, really are leaving to keep you hanging on and then yeah. I don't know. Or is that their ploy to get more money? Like, haha, you need me. I haven't really heard anything, but I don't know if people would bring that up like they were Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, right. their contracts. Like, Everybody's that, just entitled to that much money all the time. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to bring Charlotte uh, Flair up. Yeah, she's Rick really Flair's good. Daughter. Yeah. I, I'd like to see her in the singles. I think her and Paige would have really good matches. I've seen her and Paige in a, uh, NXT right was, before Paige got sent up. Was it good? Yeah. So I know she's a beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, her music is tight, too, how they sink in Ric Flair's old. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that automatically put her over because everybody could go, woo! They still do. And she slaps and chops just like her dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking. She's leaving marks on chests. <laughs> um, what do you think about The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, man? I think I'm there just to watch the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing's going to be better. The entrance is going to be one of the coolest things. Yeah. I don't know. I like Bray Wyatt, but last Undertaker match was trash. But I, that was uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think he got concussed on the very first, uh, like, suplex. <laughs> he had a long road ahead of him after that. Every I, I rewatched the match, like, two days ago. Uh-huh. After that first suplex, he, like, bonked his head, and then he was just out of it. Like, he, I, I don't know if he knew you, where he was. You look at his eyes, and he's looking at cuckoo birds. Yeah, his, his whole <laughs> match was in slow motion. Oh. Brock Lesnar messed him up. And that was, what, 15? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, some uh, I don't remember how many fucking suplexes, but no, I think that'll still be a really good match. I'm interested to see how long they go. Yeah, I want to see a good. I could see a good 20 minute match. Yeah, if Undertaker is in shape as people say he is. I really like the build up to that match. Yeah, the promos. promos have been insane. yes. Oh my god! I mean, god. he doesn't even have Undertaker. They're talking back to him, and he's just coming up with all this material. Yeah, this is a one man argument, and I'm really, really into it now. <laughs> Yeah, those entrances are sick, like when they, uh, they had the rocking chair in the middle. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt's sitting in the corner, and then the lightning bolt shoots it and lights it on fire. Yeah, lights everything on fire, and then all of a sudden, lights drop, music hits. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that shit was sick. You said, uh, what, what, what was on the screen, man come around? What? Yeah, um, when the man comes around. I hope he doesn't change his music. If he does, then, like I read, yeah, that's going to suck ass. 
So, yeah, I don't want music changes. Not for this. Not when he has been gone for a year. I, I, I want to see the original. I just picture him coming out the Texas Walker Ranger, like the theme song. I would be so <laughs> mad. I couldn't even fathom how mad I would be. Do you know? It's because 19, what was that, 96 to 2000 almost? It was Walker, Texas Ranger before Raw every oh, Monday. Yeah. See? I, I hated that show. Like, I would have to watch, like, the 15 minutes before because I always get to it early. Yeah. You you never want to miss the really, like, the beginning of it all. <laughs> but, no, you have to watch some of Walker, Texas Ranger just to get to see what you want to see. Yeah. I don't know why I hated that show so much. And I would watch it early, too, because they would show, like, pans to the crowd and what they were going to have on Raw before it actually started. Yeah, like, those last, like, commercial breaks or two. I wonder if he's going to come out with his coffin since it's not so significant like they did Brock Lesnar. Had like twenty one coffins. Yeah. Except he didn't get the twenty first. <laughs> oh. Well see, I don't know. With this match, I I I still want a good winner. I want a good finish. Yeah, I want a believable finish. I think Undertaker has to win to keep his mystique for next year. If it depends if he's gonna retire this year. Uh people like Court Bauer, when I was hearing on other people's podcasts, uh were saying that he could possibly lose two. So he can go into the next one with a losing streak? Yeah, I don't think I want to see that. I don't. It's like you just lost two in a row. I don't want to see you again. Yeah, now you just feel like you, you're you that old football player that just doesn't have an enemy. <laughs> you anymore. just won't go away. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's you ain't got no more wheels. Because, I mean, next year is probably going to be the biggest WrestleMania in history if Stone Cold comes back. Yeah, I'm hoping for something like that in Dallas. And then I, I heard uh, Rock versus Brock Lesnar. Would that be for a title, do you think? It could be. Be for a title? I mean, Rock's beat Cena for a title. It came back for almost a month, and then he tore his adductor off of his pelvis. Gross. How much did that hurt? Yeah, I can't oh imagine. My, oh, my God. That man is a soldier. <laughs> and, uh, all right, another match. Oh, the Cena. Uh, Rusev and Cena. Man, I used to like when Rusev came out because Lana would come out. So hot. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, that was the best part of him coming out, and was now, just seeing her. And now they have some, like, weird Russian dude come out. Might as well have this full stand come out. Yeah, for real. <laughs> You'll be hearing about that soon. <laughs> yeah, we got a stand of Rutsky. He's going to talk some football at the end of this. We got the man stick a stand. <laughs> All right, so back to Cena Rusev. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've seen the match because it was on fast lane. Yeah, and I wasn't even really impressed about that match. It was I, cool and all, but... I don't even remember it. Like, I mean, yeah. I watched it, but I just don't remember it. Yeah, I remember the I remember Seth the, Rollins match more than anything. I think I remember the finish. He got kicked in the nuts by Rusev because yep. Lana interfered in the match. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he went to sleep because yep. he got put in his... With, uh, what's the word I'm looking uh, for on that? I forgot what his finish was called. Well, it's like it's, it's the Cobra Clutch, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, basically. The Camel Clutch. It's like a... He has a name for it, but it sucks. Yeah. Wow. Or, uh... No, it's not the Equalizer. I don't know. I forgot the name. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. I think... Who do you think is going to take that? I mean, I just don't see Cena winning the fucking U.S. title. They kept showing uh, clips of when he won it in, what was it, 2005 against the Big Show? Yeah. Out of WrestleMania? So I don't know if they're, like, foreshadowing that he's I mean, about to win it again. At that point, he was only there for three years. So, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense for him to only have the U.S. title once. Yeah. I but, think, I don't know, I think Sheamus is going to come in and kick him in the face, turn heel, 
and then uh, Rusev's going to keep his title. Like Cena's going to hit him with the AA. Yeah. B maybe going down for the count or for the pin, and then mm-hmm. uh, Sheamus going to kick him in the face. Yeah. They have had all these uh, Sheamus promos of he's coming back after his neck injury. Been like two months of this. Yeah. It's like, okay. No sign of the man yet. I already know he's coming back at the pay-per-view, like, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Like, why even tell me? Like, if you want it to be such a shocking turn, don't fucking tell me he's coming. Yeah. just Yeah, just let it happen. Show me one time. Okay, I understand. You built anticipation. Yeah, sometimes I don't like the booking or, like, how these things go. Like, I think they no. ruined Roman Reigns almost. Like, he would have had such a bigger pop if going into the Royal Rumble winning. Yeah. If he... Because he came back from his injury. If he, but he, he never, never really left. Like, he never left. He no. was just talking on screen, and that's his, like, biggest weakness. Yeah, th- yeah. They called you out on what you didn't know yet. So then all the fans are like, this guy sucks. He can't even talk to me. <laughs> he can't even <laughs> talk to me. No, but see, what I liked was him after the injury, but before the injury is what just stopped all of his head of steam. Yeah. Because where was the storyline going before that? That's what I want to know. Was it still going to be with Daniel Bryan, or were they really going to give him that push before the injury? Because they had to stop all momentum on him, and they barely brought Daniel Bryan back up at that point. Yeah, because I think Daniel Bryan they still weren't sure on until like a couple months after Roman Reigns came back. Yeah. Or did Daniel Bryan come back first? I don't even remember. I no, it was like right. It was like one right after the other. I think it was like right when one came back, the other one did. Bella Twins are on TV. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to Brie Bella. Yeah, no, I like Nikki more, by the way. I'll take them both. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> discriminate. <laughs> but no, I'm calling Rusev for the winner. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that then. Okay. I'll agree. Oh, yeah, the Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. I mean, Seth Rollins, has, if he's going to cash it in, he can't get beat up too bad by Randy Orton. So he's going to win two matches in one night? Yeah, I think they're going to jump Randy Orton. And it doesn't matter who wins that match because it's not a title match. It's the two little cons- security guards are going to jump? Yeah, I think. This big motherfucker? I think they're going to hit him with a chair or something. The ref's going to go down. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins end up winning. And then he's going to come back down to cash it in. And then I don't know if Randy Orton's going to come back out and save him. And then Roman Reigns is going to win. What a cluster of an ending that would be. <laughs> yeah. Four to five people in the ring. <laughs> I can imagine. Like you have to have Roman wins. Roman Reigns win clean, otherwise he's not going to get over. Nope. Because it's like, oh, he can't beat Brock Lesnar. Or is it he's going to beat up Reigns, uh, Brock beat up Reigns the whole match, and then somebody comes in, finally stops his speed, and now they can just whoop on Brock. Yeah. Since Reigns is like, quote-unquote, out of it. (laughs) That's what I... Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I'm excited about the ending of this. That's what I want to see. The ending of that match will be the best part of that match. True. Just the way it ends. Because that's the most built up and questioned part of it all. Yeah, I think um, I think they're going to have Skylar Gray, Kid Inc., and Travis Barker come out to perform. Shout out to Skylar Gray. Yeah, I she's liked her dope. before anybody knew about this. I know. I was following that for a long time. Her first song, she wrote Love, you, uh, Love the Way You Lie. Yeah. And then Rihanna sang it. Oh. Yeah, I was on Skylar Gray way back then. Yeah, for real. It's pretty tight seeing her get successful like that. Yeah, th- I wonder how long that performance is going to be. Yeah. It's got to be a long time because it, it doesn't seem like there's enough matches to fill time unless they're all really long. Yeah, well, the card says there's nine, 
But recently I've heard and I told you about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Is before the pay per view? It's on the pre show? What is that? Why even come up with the match? Are you going to put it on the pre show? Yeah. Well, why even? Yeah. At that point, why <laughs> talk about it? Because Andre the Giant was a pre show guy, right? Oh, yeah. That's he was... how you're going to pay tribute to the dead guy? You're going to fucking put him on the pre show, not even on WrestleMania? God, that's, that's good booking once again. <laughs> Man, I think we're hitting the end of the card here. Talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's uh, bring uh, Stan over. All right. We got we got some football news coming in now from this man. Talk about the NFL draft and what's coming up. So, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to call him Stan. Stan, we're both going to use this mic right here. So. so, first off, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, y'all? On the fourth episode, about damn time. Uh, I mean, yeah. you were here for episode three, but didn't really get to talk. Bootleg Knuckles Productions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bootleg and Knuckles podcast, episode four. So anyways, uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about football. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about kind of a mock draft, probably the first five picks, just because even those are impossible to call, let alone a 32. But uh, probably won't even do any trades, just talk about who has what picks and who might get what. Okay, so who do we got first as a uh, Tampa Bay Crappeneers, <laughs> yeah. So Tampa Bay, I I could see them getting Mariota. I mean, or no, I'm sorry, not Mariota. I'm talking about Win- wow, yeah, <laughs> Jameis Winston. Um, I think he's the better of the quarterbacks. I don't know how. I think I feel they're really about gonna him. go quarterback again. Uh, they, I, I just today actually read that they were putting Glennon on the trade block, so I could see them. Damn. I don't so know. So what they do? They went Freeman, Glennon, and now they're gonna go Jameis Winston. Oh man, Josh Freeman. Where did he go? What happened to him? I thought he was dope, and then I guess he just started sucking. I don't know what happened. I guess they just got to keep trying with these quarterbacks, kind of like what uh, Redskins have to do, right? If Matt Castle is on a team, why isn't <laughs> Josh Freeman right? Matt Castle, one of those guys who just get it done, I guess, but he's nothing special. No, 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 no. If Jimmy Clausen is fighting <laughs> for a spot against Jay Cutler, why can Josh Freeman not find a damn spot? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what it is. Just no, Jimmy Clausen. No, I don't know why you, but no, <laughs> Jay Cutler will take that spot. And again, Josh Freeman should be at least his backup. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think Winston goes number one. Uh, they need a quarterback. They need a playmaker. That's gonna happen, I think. So we got number two is. Um Number two is Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably the worst team in the whole league. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I think they're worse than my team, and that's I pretty agree, bad. Yeah. That was a biased opinion, huh, Stan? <laughs> they're worse than my team for sure. <laughs> 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 but, no, um, I, I could see them. You know, there was talks about them considering getting a Mariota if so two quarterbacks go back-to-back. I don't think that will happen. Um, Leonard Williams is probably the best player in the whole draft, and he's sitting there. I see them taking it. Unfortunately, I wish he would fall to maybe number three to the Jags, but I'll talk a little bit about that. Even if he does fall, I don't think we take him. Does Tennessee really need a D-tackle, though? I just think they take best player available. I don't know if they really – I mean, I'm sure they have so, other needs. I mean, they've needs. had quarterback issues, right? They got them offensive needs. I mean, you had Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback last year, right? Yeah. Or was he on the Houston Texans? He was. Oh, Texans. That, that was the Texans. Okay. okay. But, yeah, and then, what, Locker hung up his cleats? He retired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had uh, Whitehurst. Like, yeah. You have yeah. to draft a quarterback. So I, I could definitely see them taking Mariota, 
I just don't know how much they want to pass up on the best player in the whole draft. Right. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, I could see, I could even see a trade, honestly, right there, for somebody who would want a Leonard Williams really bad. Yeah. Um, but a, a trade up to the second spot for a D tackle. <laughs> this they're they're comparing. Them. They're saying that this might be the next Sue. They're saying he's the most versatile player in this whole draft. He could be a DN. He could be a DT. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's fast for his size. He's a beast. Yeah. The only thing I've ever seen him do is run in the combine, and he just looked fat. Yeah, he's a big dude with wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I did read some interesting thing about him, too. I, I, I heard he didn't, still doesn't have a driver's license. So the guy is about to get drafted in the NFL, and he's never had a license. Wow. Talk about a lot of miles on them wheels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so fast. He just runs everywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, number three, what do we got? Number three is my team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, what is that? 12 teams? All y'all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 12 teams? <laughs> 12 teams. Yeah, uh, the punchline will be at the end of what he says. Hey, let him talk about 12 teams. You're talking to the fantasy football champion right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the champ is here. See, he, he caught on fast to the 12 teams. Where are you at, Nutty? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. Anyways, these guys like to make fun of my team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, it's all right. We're on the up. Um, I think... This is where it gets interesting, too, because we did, in the offseason, get a lot of defensive help. Um, offensive is where we need the most help. I just don't know if we pick an offensive player at number three. That's the thing. So as much as I would love to have an offensive player, I just don't know, and I don't see the team grabbing one. I think Dante Fowler from Florida is going to be the pick. He's, again, another versatile player who could play what we call the Leo position, just a linebacker-DN hybrid. Um, I heard he could jump around anything on the line, too. And at, at this point, I think that's what we need. Um, coming back to the Leonard Williams, if he is there at three, I don't see us grabbing him just because we re-signed Tyson Alu-Alu and we, re and we just drafted or signed Odrick off a of free agency. So getting another defensive tackle might be too much. Yeah, I think there's usually about three or four because those fat guys can't stay in that long. Yeah, and if we could get Derek Marks back, I think – I, mean, I don't know how many DTs you need, but yeah, it'd be it'd be overkill, I think. See, and that's where I'm at with my team with the DTs. We picked up Darnell Dockett. I don't want a defensive tackle with the 15th overall pick. Don't yeah. don't I don't want it. I mean, Darnell Dockett was almost on Sue's <sighs> level to me. He just tore his ACL. Um, he's been solid for how many years? I mean, Sue hasn't really exactly. had that many great stat years. No, I mean you can't just look at stats because I mean he plugs holes, but you know I'm not going to pay a guy 114 million to plug a hole. I, I feel like uh, Mac put up more like non-stat line points up than Sue did. Yeah, like coming from Mac from pass rushes. To yeah, uh, defensive pass breakups. Yeah, I agree. Um, Which actually brings us to our next team, right? Oakland Raiders. We're talking about Khalil Mack. See how I incorporate things? <laughs> yeah. So if you guys haven't heard already or th through all the listeners, you got a, we got a Jags fan, we got a Raiders fan, we got a 49ers fan. Um, not a biased opinion, but I think Raiders are another team that's going to go on, on the incline here. It's time for them to start making moves. I could see this team getting a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I think the defense has gotten a lot better from the past two years. I think we've been top ten, and then we played the Denver Broncos twice, which is – pretty amazing pass offense team so right 
Uh, this is one of those teams that, uh, I, I mean, they're making moves to get better, and I could see them, uh, in terms of the draft, probably grabbing, I mean, I could, a wide receiver here makes a lot of sense. So, Amari uh, Cooper or a white. Um, Man, I just don't, I don't know why I don't like Kevin White. I just want the sure thing with Amari Cooper. Right, <laughs> and I, I, I would totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. I, I personally really hope the Raiders get a D-tackle so that one of those receivers falls to 15. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> those guys Somebody's won't fall gonna, out of eight. <laughs> if that happens, Seahawks are going to move up in front of y'all, and y'all got to play them twice a year with one of them receivers. Yeah, man, I'd be after they got Jimmy Graham. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's going to be kind of scary because you can't really cover Jimmy Graham to begin with and then Russell Wilson running around for five minutes. He's going to be open every time. And then there was talks of AP going to the Cardinals. I don't want to play against him two times a year either. Yeah. I don't want to play against AP. I don't, I don't care if he's missed a year. He's still going to be that good. I you don't care if he's 30. You think Minnesota's really going to release him? No, they're going to trade him. Because I thought they were going to try and – he was going to try and force him. Like, I'm not going to play for you, period. So, I don't really care. I'll retire right now. He's probably not going to get the Anquan Bolden bag of Skittles trade. <laughs> so, it might be like maybe a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Um, and then uh, – you know, speaking of, I guess what we're talking about with uh, the next position or the next team, you know, what is it, Redskins pick five? I actually thought it was the Jets we were talking about earlier, but Redskins pick number five. And I think this is where it's get the, where the draft gets kind of weird. Yeah. Because at this point, I could actually see if Mariota hasn't gotten picked up, this might be one of the biggest curveballs here, them sc- scooping up Mariota. Because I don't know how they feel about RG3. Yeah, I mean, you don't bench your franchise quarterback for Kirk Cousins and then bench Kirk Cousins for, who was it? Oh, who was the third? Uh, they have. I wanted to say Colt McCoy, but I thought he was a Niner. Yeah, he was. But then moved back there, didn't he? No, because he started as Brown, went to the Niner. I know they have a three-quarterback competition right now. Yeah, but see, why would you draft him if you have Cousins? And why did you not trade away Cousins by now? Yeah, or, they Cousins fan. Or is he going to be a tra- is he going to be trade bait for the draft? You think Cousins would be trade bait? What would you trade for him? I'd give him at least a second, but they were talking about a first. But now, I mean, I would still trade maybe a third. The third that third seems. Really I mean, you realistic. could probably get away with a fourth after they benched him after that four or five interception game. He only had one bad game, and that was because they were losing and everybody knew they were passing the ball every down. Yeah, true story. Not to mention they suck. <laughs> right. You know, and as we talk about, you know, the, uh, obviously mock drafts are super unpredictable. It's so hard to call any of these. For all we know, the first pick might get traded or the second pick might get traded. So we really, I mean, this is just crazy talk. But one thing I'm kind of sure, I mean, I would say I'm, I'm pretty sure about is the biggest sleeper in this draft, or I wouldn't even say biggest sleeper, is the team who might luck out. Grabbing a quarterback from um, what is it, Oregon State, Sean Mannion, he's going to be really, really good. I'm not saying he's the top quarterback of the draft, but whoever gets him, wherever he falls, because people will sleep on him, is going to be is going to get lucky out. They're going to luck out there. Yeah, I think uh, my sleeper pick for this year is probably uh, from Georgia. He was a five nine receiver, which doesn't sound very good in the NFL. But I do not want that right now. He had a forty five inch vertical, and he also ran like a High four three, something like that. He's gonna be a high special teams guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'm running a four three, he can punt return. Hey. I've seen Devin Hester. That's why the four niners <laughs> got trending holiday. They seen something special teams from him. Yep. So we talked about you know obviously 
Jags didn't have the best year. They picked three. Raiders didn't have the best pick. They picked four. But we also have a 49ers fan with us, and they picked 15th. What do you think they're going there? I mean, I don't even know the 49ers team needs at this point because they lost so many guys. I mean, I, you have to get a middle linebacker now, right? Well, so no, because I mean, well, you can incorporate uh, Aaron Lynch and Ahmad Brooks. Ahmad Brooks, he, he was he, uh, he pulled one of the I'm going to take my ball and go home type deals. Oh, okay. He got mad that he wasn't seeing a lot of playing time because the rookie, Aaron Lynch, ended up taking so much of it because he was making plays. So what I think is going to happen with those two, would be one of them would hit more of a middle linebacker spot and one would stay an outside linebacker premier. And then you still have Navarro Bowman. Yep, still have Navarro Bowman. Plus, we have this guy. Uh, I forgot Will Hoyt's first name. Shout out to you. My bad. I forgot <laughs> your first name. But, no, he's still good. So I think we're still deep at uh, the linebacker position. It's the corners. It's the corners. Oh, yeah, I'm watching you- these corners leave in free agency, and I'm getting real mad that we're not making a push for any of them. So Culliver left, right? Yep, he uh, Redskins, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he – well, this guy came from – let me tell you, I think he was like a, a sixth-round pick, something like that. He was something crazy. Was fourth on our depth chart, worked himself all the way up to our first, but that was mainly because Terrell Brown got hurt. But worked himself up and worked himself to a, a good contract. Yeah. So I, I shout out to him for working his tail off to get what he deserves. But we still got scored on so many times at the corner position. <laughs> yeah. We got burnt so many times. Was that more on safeties or just straight-up corners, man-on-man? It it was more of the man-on-mans. Okay. As soon as they'd make that double move, it's... Everybody bites. Yeah. they were. We're that pick-happy team. We want that quick turnover. We want to change position. I love having Charles Woodson on the team, but he just makes so many risky, like, moves and just bites on double moves. Yeah, because they're looking for that ball. Yeah. That's what what Jacksonville got. That's, That's my man, Cyprian. Jonathan Cyprian, 3-7. It's funny how many bandwagon fans we see all over the place. Right. Oh, good lord. Yeah, before we go on to bandwagon fans, I just did, I did want to talk about, you know, since this is a mock mock draft kind of kind of podcast, might as well I, I'll give my opinion on what uh, I think 49ers are going to do. Um, well, they do have a need. We talked about corner. Um, I also see a need if they really if they do lose Crabtree, I see a need at wide receiver as well. Um, I think a receiver that may be available at that time is uh, Green Beckham. So if he's there, what is he, 6'5", or 6'6", receiver? See, and I think we passed up on something like that in uh, Kelvin Benjamin because he's that big boy that was scoring those uh, red zone touchdowns. His name was Green Beckham? Yeah, I think it's uh, Doriel Green Beckham. Sounds like a beer, like a Irish beer. <laughs> Same with Odell Beckham Jr. It's like the little beer. <laughs> Just a little stats. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, a 6'5 receiver in the NFL, you can't go wrong with that. No, other than having shitty hands, that, <laughs> that's pretty much would be your only downfall. Yeah. But, yeah, and coming back to that bandwagon fan, I mean, obviously our podcast is out of Colorado, and if you notice, none of us are Bronco fans. <laughs> There's a reason behind that. Yeah, I mean, I'm from L.A., so that's my first reason. I grew up loving the team, the Oakland Raiders, but um, – <laughs> These Bronco fans, man, as soon as they got Peyton Manning, it's like everybody came back to being a Bronco fan. Colts fans left the Colts to go be a Bronco fan. Yeah, I, I with my own two eyes, I've seen that. How are you going to have a half Colts jersey and the other half of the jersey be a Bronco jersey? Are you the most confused person in the world or not? <laughs> are you a Bronco fan? Are you a Colts fan? Are you just a Manning fan? 
Yeah, at that point, why don't you just, like, wear one of his T-shirts with his name on it? Just, like, screw the team. I just like that guy, like a celebrity. My theory is if you can't even pick one football team, there's no way you could be faithful to your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> team Hoppa. <laughs> team Hoppa. That's funny. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm not saying all Bronco fans are like that because I know some pretty diehard, which I respect, even though that team pisses me off. Big majority are. All Bronco fans ever do is talk about the Raiders. Like, they are wannabe Raider fans almost. They talk about the Raiders more than they talk about the Bronco. I think I've been into more arguments with Bronco fans about the Raiders than Raider fans have been with the Broncos. Yeah, like... I, I stick up for them more than people talk shit about the 49ers because that just irritates me so bad when that's, like, the last thing you can come to is how bad, quote-unquote, the Raiders have been for an X period of time. Yeah, what does that have to do with anything? Like, what point are you trying to prove the broncos are better than the raiders well obviously their fucking record's better so i don't understand why you would talk about an irrelevant team when your team is just as irrelevant because you didn't you didn't win any super bowl since what 98 so you want to talk about when the raiders last won okay it's in the 80s but you're no better it's like 20 years yeah that's way past what they were used to being known as and liked for (laughs) yeah i don't know man right I, I think uh, it just comes down to just bad sports fans. Enjoy the sport, watch the sport, have fun. But when it gets to the point where you, you start trash-talking your team, um, that's when it gets ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying you can't say anything bad about your team because obviously as a fan you have an input, you have a say in it. But what I've noticed is just, I don't know, sports in general, a lot of people take things way too far. My team sucks or, or people are going to talk about, I don't know, to take Manning out and put in Oshweiler. Really? Yeah, you that, know you don't want that. Is that you really think so? One of the best quarterbacks to ever play football, and now you want Oshweiler in? Good luck with that. Yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> I'm glad. I wish you were the Broncos coach. Yeah, and please, whoever's listening, home fans, do not boo for the home team. <laughs> what is the point in that? And I'm not gonna sit here and trash the Broncos, even though I'm a Raider fan, because I have more dignity than that. And plus, our friend Chase Vaughn is a Denver Bronco. Yeah, shout-out to Chase, the only one I like. Shout-out to Chase. Yeah, we're trying to get him on the show as soon as possible once uh, schedules permit. Uh, we're also trying to get Black Prez on. <laughs> I wrote him a tweet the other day that said, are you ducking me? Like, are you really going to duck me to do this podcast? Yeah, don't don't be giving me false, false acquis- hopes. Yeah, <laughs> about coming on and not coming on and <laughs> schedules don't work at this time and yeah, oh, I'm in London. I just go to sleep when you guys are awake. Man, you're too busy getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, on the 99-cent beers they got out there. I think he just tried out for the national football team out in Germany. I think they call it nationals for flag football. Football's in soccer? <laughs> or football? I think it's an actual football. I don't. I call soccer soccer. I don't, I don't know. I'm not from, well, I am European, but I'm not from Europe. I like it, the football. <laughs> the football. But no, yeah. Shout out to uh, Black Prez. You should be on here soon. We'll find out. We'll let schedules meet. All right, so we'll probably uh, wrap this one up. Anything you want to say before we go? You know, I just want to end the conversation with, you know, check out the podcast, obviously. Um, you know, look look for the stuff coming up. Like they said, Chase Vaughn, number 49 on the Broncos. We had Austin on the show, Austin Jones, MMA fighter. 
We had, uh, what, Black Prez coming up. Yep. So big things coming. Since we had all that wrestling talk, might as, might as well end it with a two claps and a Ric Flair.